Continuing our learning in Siman Kuf Peidale, the limits for bracha chronas. We talked about how long after you eat you can make a birkat namazon. So the same thing applies to eating fruit and you want to make a bracha of al ha'etz v'al pri ha'etz or al ha'mechia v'al ha'kalkala. It's kol zman, so it aklu. So long as it's not digested. So we said that's not very helpful. So the halacha is, so long as you're not hungry, you're full from whatever you ate, you're not hungry, you're allowed to make a bracha achorna. And that's going to be a little bit different than fruits, presumably, than a big meal. Usually a big meal will fill you for longer than fruits, but okay. But that is the criteria. What about drinking wine? We make ala gefen, valpria gefen. So that is a little bit, I mean, it's the same rule. So long as you haven't digested, so long as you're still hungry. Most people, though, aren't hungry for wine. So it's a little bit more complicated. Um... Some of the Achronim say, no, you need to say it immediately. The Sitzeliezer, he quotes, writes, you have up to a half hour. For wine, it's a lot sooner, presumably, because you're not hungry for wine. It's not a food that you get hungry for. And it's a liquid, so it gets digested um, a little a little faster, and so it needs to be sooner than with food. It's hard to give a real guideline. I always said six hours. That's the maximum. So this is a little bit gross, but it comes up in Shulchan Aruch. Somebody eats and he throws up. They eat and now they throw up. So now do you have to make a bracha chorna or not? This is a tremendous debate in the Rishonim. We'd be surprised how much ink is spilled on this point. We say no. Why? It's no different than you, you I mean, you, it's like the food was digested. It's over. Meaning, the halacha is, once the food's digested, you no longer make a bracha chorna because it's gone. So to here. It's gone. That depends. Are you full? You're not full. If you're still full because you ate a big meal and only a little bit came up, so then, uh, then you'll be, uh, you'll be okay, but if you throw up everything, so there's no bracha achorna. And lastly, he puts in here, that uh, anyone who's eating or is, is being provided nutrition in a non-traditional way, meaning they're on an IV, they're on an NG tube, they have a tube that's bringing them food into their stomach. They're not actually eating. So, ah, from a, you know, from a physiological perspective, they're getting nutrition, that's not considered eating. Eating for halacha purposes of brachari shana bracha chorona means eating in the normal way that everybody else does. This is not considered eating. There's no brachari shana and there is no bracha acharona uh, either. Okay. Moving on to Siman Kuf Peihei, some details about Birkat Amazon. Birkat Amazon, we've been saying, has the same rules, generally speaking, of tefillah, of the seriousness involved, of how you have to sit for it. And therefore it, just like the Gemara and Sotah tells us, Nemeret Bekolashon, Tfilah can be said in any language, and therefore Birkat Amazon can be said in any language. Just like Tfilah, you don't have to say it in Hebrew. However, you have to understand the language that you're saying. So if I were to get up and read a transliteration in Japanese, it says, I don't know, I could read it, but that doesn't count. If I would read it in English, that would be good for me. You know, you have to understand the language, which is kind of obvious, but okay. The difference is, and we'll get to this tomorrow, if it's in Hebrew, Hebrew is a magical language. Even if you don't speak Hebrew, you don't understand Hebrew, still Yetzayi Dechova. But other languages, if I would read it in French, so it's all Greek to me. It's not going to be the same. I don't understand it as well. If others would, it would be different. We'll see some of this language stuff as the week progresses.